0: ...appealed to Aggie, as Tom's anxious expostulations had never done. Then Bobby had a bad go of fever, intermittent fever, the beginning of the end to his alarmed mother, the end being represented by a large gravestone. She now became as firmly determined to go as she had previously been resolved to stay. But it was so late in the season to take a house. Alas... "'Alas for the beautiful, tempting advertisements in the Pioneer which we had seen and scorned. "'Aggie wrote to a friend in a certain hill station, "'and the interval of a few days brought us good news from Mrs Chalmers. "'Dear Mrs Shandon,' she said, "'today I had a note saying that Briar Wood is vacant. "'The people who took it are not coming up. "'They have gone to Nene "'You are in luck. "'I have just been out to see the house and have secured it for you.' It is a mile and a half from the club, but I know that you and your sister are capital walkers. I envy you. Such a charming place. Two sitting rooms, four bedrooms, four bathrooms, a hall, servants go down, stabling, and a splendid view from a very pretty garden, and only eight hundred rupees for the season. Telegraph when you start, and I shall have a milkman in waiting and fires in all the rooms. Yours sincerely, Edith Chalmers." We now looked upon Mrs. Chalmers as our best and dearest friend and began to get underway at once. Aggie and I, the children, one Aya, two terriers, the cat and mongoose, our bedding and pillows, the tiffin basket and ice basket, were all stowed into one compartment, and I must confess that the journey was truly miserable. Late at night we passed through Cantia and arrived at Briarwood far too weary to be critical, "'Fires were blazing, supper was prepared, and we dispatched it in haste, "'and most thankfully went to bed and slept soundly, "'as anyone would do who had spent thirty-six hours in a crowded compartment, "'and ten in a cramped wooden case. "'The next morning, rested and invigorated, "'we set out on a tour of inspection. "'To our delight and surprise, "'Mrs Chalmers had by no means overdrawn the advantages of our new abode— The bungalow was solidly built of stone, two-storied and ample in size. It stood on a kind of shelf, cut out of the hillside, and was surrounded by a pretty flower garden, full of roses, fuchsias, and carnations. The high road passed the gate, from which the avenue descended direct to the entrance door, which was at the end of the house, and from whence ran a long passage... Off this passage, three rooms opened to the right, all looking south, and all looking into a deep, delightful, flagged veranda. The stairs were very steep. At the head of them, the passage and rooms were repeated. There were small nooks and dressing rooms and convenient outhouses and plenty of good water. But the glory of Briarwood was undoubtedly its veranda. It was fully twelve feet wide, roofed with zinc, and overhung a precipice of a thousand feet. Not a startlingly sheer cut, but a tolerably straight descent of grey-blue shale rocks and low jungle. From it, there was a glorious view across a valley, far away to the snowy range. It opened at one end into the avenue, and was not enclosed, but at the side, next the precipice, there was a stout wooden railing with netting at the bottom, for the safety of... Two enterprising dogs, or children. "'It's absurdly cheap,' exclaimed my sister-in-law complacently. "'I wonder if it is feverish or badly drained or what?' "'Perhaps it has a ghost,' I suggested facetiously, "'and at such an absurd idea we both went into peals of laughter. "'At this moment Mrs. Chalmers appeared, "'brisk, rosy, and breathlessly benevolent, having walked over.' "'So you have found it,' she said as we shook hands. "'I said nothing about this delicious veranda. "'I thought I would keep it as a surprise. "'It's not a bit like a hill-furnished house,' "'boasted Mrs Chalmers with a glow of pride "'as she looked round the drawing room. "'Carpets, curtains, solid, very solid chairs, "'and Berlin wool-worked screens, a card table, "'and any quantity of pictures.' "'Yes,' Don't they look like family portraits? I suggested as we gazed at them. There was one of an officer in faded watercolours, another of his wife, two of a previous generation in oils and amply gilded frames, two sketches of an